0: If you are in need of therapeutic support such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. A couple of things before we dive into today's episode, um, I wanted to share with you are: if you have, um, I've received a couple of voice messages uh, via the hosting platform for this podcast, and if you are someone who has left a voice message, please be sure to leave. Um, you know, your name and contact information if you're requesting that I contact you. Um, I, I've had a couple of folks who have left messages asking for me to reach out to them, but I have no way of doing so. So if you could please reach back out, um, if that's you, and let me know how best to reach you. That would be, that would be wonderful. I, I would love to, to do that, but um, as of right now, I'm, I'm unable to do so. And I, um, wanted to share some, um, stats with you about the podcast that have me, um, I think are, are really interesting. So this podcast started, um, Halloween of last year, 2021. And so we're coming up on the five month mark and, um, we're just a hair shy of 6,000 downloads at this point, which is pretty, pretty good, um, momentum for a new podcast. But what I found especially interesting, um, is is the the um, demographics of our listeners as well as the number of countries that we're in now. When I first started the podcast, we were in five countries. And now we are in 24. 24 different countries in um, five months. Just shy of five months. And uh, 90% of our listeners are female. Uh, that doesn't surprise me um, just because... I deal with so many estranged moms who uh, have such difficulty uh, with estrangement. Um, And um, of those 90% female listeners, well, of our listeners, not just our female listeners, 60%, I'm sorry, 66% of our listeners are ages 45 and older. And I would be willing to bet that those are not all just estranged moms. I think they are quite possibly some estranged moms who also happen to be estranged adult daughters. And 32% of our listeners are ages 23 to 44. And that tells me that we're reaching estranged adult children. And that thrills me to no end. Um, We can live in a vacuum and we can live separately And as in the estrangement world, so much of it is separated out. You know, it's over here for the estranged adult children, over there for the estranged parents. And this podcast and the work that I do with estranged parents and estranged adult children is to help bridge that gap. Because while there is a time and place for that separation, and it is needed generally in the beginning, um, I feel that in the end, um, we have to figure out a way to come together. And we have to figure out a way to hear one another. And that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. And, um, so 32% of the listeners are ages 23 to 44 and the remaining 2% are 22 and under. And so, so really 34%, a third of our listeners, um, are more than likely estranged adult children. So, it's this, The podcast is making progress, we're reaching people um, who are estranged, and I, I just am so utterly grateful, so, so grateful for each and every one of you having listened, having shared the podcast, um, and getting the word out about the podcast and the work that I do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so as we begin today's episode titled Guilt and Grief... Coping with the Shuddakota Wuddas. Let's start with our couple of quotes. The first one Our grief doesn't need our healing, our healing needs our grief. Unknown. The second, We do not heal from grief, it becomes interwoven into the deep fabric of our essential being. The shiftless wanderer. And the third, we are meant to break. We are meant to experience turbulence. Our hearts are meant to be shattered. All the things that have happened are the exercises that will make us change our lenses. Perspective, thinking, reposition us and connect us to ourselves so that we can ultimately become vessels for something greater to work through us, and that is by John Kim, also known as the Angry Therapist. As we begin today's episode, I want—I just wanted to point out um, that while I am and have been reconciled with my um, adult children, please know that um, that that grief that I experienced. While it doesn't, you know, it's not a part of my day to day life, it is a part of the fabric of who I am. Um, so it's, it's never far from there, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, however, the guilt piece, um, that's still a part of, of me. And so if you're feeling guilt today, I just want you to understand that it's probably something that may never go away for you. Um, and I think it's essential that we learn how to live with it and how to reduce it so that it doesn't overtake us. Right. Um, I think that every emotion that we have in life is valuable. I think they're all here to teach us something, uh, on some level. And, um, Grief is, uh, I mean, guilt and grief are, are no different. Um, so that is my perspective. And I just wanted to let you know that just because I'm talking about this today does not mean that I don't have days that I still feel guilt. It doesn't mean that I don't have days that I, I still can remember that grief that I had when I was in the middle of my estrangement. So please, please just keep that in mind. Um, you know, I think the. Uh, place to start today's episode is in knowing that we, there's two different types, you know, of grief going on here. I mean, grief is grief is grief, however, and guilt is guilt is guilt. However, it's, we experience differently. We experience it differently depending on where we're at in our lives, right? And so estranged parents oftentimes feel guilt but also estranged adult children feel guilt. So I remember the day, I, I distinctly remember the day sitting in my therapist office when I realized, like really realized, oh my God, I hurt my children. And I had no intention of ever doing that. Like I I think it's I think it's an interesting thing that we as parents kind of go along with our life and we think that you know what we're doing, we're doing everything is um you know, going right along and we're just doing what we do, right? Be- because we have no ill intent to um, hurt our children. I guess on some level we think that that we don't, and um, and I hear that often from moms. They're like, "But I don't know how I've hurt my children. I gave them everything." I hear that often. I, I you know, they went to the best schools, and you know, they always had. Their friends were envious of everything they had. They got a new car when they, you know, turned 16 and learned how to drive. They went to the best colleges, all paid for. Uh, you know, they went on trips around the world. I, you know, I just gave them everything, every opportunity possible. And I think to myself, and, and then and then they say, How could I how could that have possibly hurt them? And the thing that I <laughs> the and and I while I didn't give my children all of that because I didn't have the financial means to do that, I'd still feel like I gave a lot to my children. At the same time, generally what our estranged adult children are trying to tell us is that we it was emotional stuff that they didn't get. It's not the things they didn't get, it's the feelings they didn't get. So when I made that rec- that recognition, that I did not give my children what they needed, what they wanted emotionally. I did not provide for them emotionally and therefore did not leave them healthy with emotions. Oh my God, the guilt that I had was crushing. Absolutely, utterly crushing. Now, let me back up a minute because before I could ever get to that place, I had to first experience so some of you may not be in that place yet, right? You may you may not you may not be there. And for me as an estranged mom, I mean, I had to go through the first piece of the first piece of estrangement with the utter shock uh, and grief of estrangement, and then I had to go through the anger and the pointing the finger and blaming it all on my kids and it was their fault, their fault, their fault, their fault, their fault, and you know how nasty they were and how entitled they were. And I I went through all that. But I wasn't it didn't never felt good to me. And I didn't want to stay there. I didn't believe in the core of my being that my kids were bad kids. And so I had to figure out a way around that. And so that meant taking everything out, getting it out of my head, getting it out of my heart, getting all of these things out on the table so I could pick them up, you know, and look at them and explore them. I kind of, it's interesting, last weekend I went through my closet and started in my bedroom and started, you know, tearing things out and trying to clean out, reorganize. And I'm standing in the middle of my bedroom because I've emptied out the entire closet and I'm thinking, you know, and there's just crap everywhere, right? And I'm looking at all this and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is like the perfect metaphor for estrangement and healing from it is to get all of this stuff out of the closet, all the things that we've shoved in it year after year after year after year of parenting, year after year after year of aging, year after year of experiences and get it out of the closet so we could look at it and deal with it. Right, because I don't know about you, but when I have stuff shoved in the closet, when I do get around to pulling it out, I'm like, "Oh, where'd that come from? Oh, I totally forgot I had that." Like we forget about these things, right? And so, meanwhile, they're they're running our show. So I had I pulled everything out of the closet, and then I'm I sit on the bed and I'm picking up these pieces of clothing and shoes, and and I'm thinking oh, I really like these. These really feel good. And they, it feels good. My, I could feel my face smile. And then there were others I picked up and I'm like, oh, this is no longer working for me. I don't like this. How did I, why did I keep this? Why did, I, that kind of thing. So I'm asking you to kind of use that metaphor for when it comes to looking at your grief and looking at your guilt, especially your guilt. So let's think about why are you feeling guilty? What is causing that, Right. Are you feeling guilty because you feel guilty or because it's what someone has told you you should feel? I don't know. I don't know what it is for you. If it's something that you feel, that you truly do feel guilt for, then I would ask you to explore that. Why do you feel guilt? Is it because you hurt someone? Is it because you you did something that hurt someone and you had no intention of it? or that you were do you feel guilty because you were hiding something from someone? like get get beneath the hood of that and figure out where what is that coming from And the same thing for estranged adult children if you're feeling guilt and and for the parents that are listening today, I know that many of you think that your estranged adult children don't feel guilt over having estranged from you and I'm here to tell you that is not the case. Every estranged adult child I have ever talked to has guilt. Feels guilt. So, if you're an estranged adult child here, I'm asking you the same thing. What are you feeling guilty about? Is it your, do you you feel guilt? Or is it something that someone has told you you should feel? Because you can't, you can't move on until you understand that piece of it right? And I would, most of the estranged adult children, you know, I think have, um, there's, a, it, there's this double, you know, kind of layered. They feel guilt because they've hurt a parent. They know that their parent is hurting, right? So they feel that guilt, but then they also have this guilt of this feeling the need to cut their parents off for self-preservation. And so theirs is is a different type of guilt. So I think it's important to explore what that guilt is. Where is it coming from for each each person involved with estrangement? Um, And I think it's important to acknowledge that you even have it. Right? You cannot can't do anything with anything if you don't acknowledge it you got to see it right you got to pull it out of the closet and go oh my god there it is right how long have I been carrying this with me if you're like me and you move often and you're like oh my gosh I've packed this thing I've carried this box with me from this house to that house to the other house and I've never opened it why why am I still carrying it with me right so it's kind of the same thing with with guilt. We've got to figure out what it is why we're, why we have it and then what do we want to do with it? right? I think that you it's important to feel it instead of numbing it right uh, how many of us do that right We run from it, we numb it we try to negotiate with it. Right, I don't mean negotiating with other people, but with the guilt, and it just doesn't work. And it might work for it might work in the mean you know for a short while. You know anything can work for a short term, but if you're looking for a, a lasting way of getting out of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, then I think it's imperative that you explore all aspects of it. And again, the, the way that I was able to do that was by talking about it with my therapist. So I encourage you, if you haven't already, to find a therapist, a coach, a mentor, person of clergy that you trust, a a friend that you trust, but someone who is not going to allow you to sit in your vacuum and just agree with everything that you say. Someone that will challenge you to think differently, right? To pull it apart, look at it, look at all the pieces, Um, so it, you've got to face it. You've got to figure out what it is, where, where did it come from? And this, this stuff takes time. It's not something you're, well, I won't, I've learned not to say that things never happen this in in any particular way, but it is highly unlikely that you're going to wake up on Sunday morning and sit down and say, I'm going to work on this, this guilt stuff. And then by six o'clock tonight, it's going to be over and done with that it just doesn't work that way guilt and grief ebb and flow just like anger in the in the process of grief of grieving this loss this loss of your child this loss of your parent your grief and your guilt your anger that everything is going to ebb and flow all of your emotions are going to ebb and flow okay so don't expect it to just up and disappear one day after you looked at it a time or two took me a long time to get to get through that um so it's we have to acknowledge it we have to consider what it's all about I encourage you to talk about it with others again a trusted confidant or a professional um, and examine your thoughts you know because sometimes we get on that um we get on that train that it's like Oh my God, this is so irrational. But there we go. Off she goes, you know, thinking all sorts of things. And that really isn't helpful. Right? And that's, that's why I encourage talking about it with someone else. Because oftentimes when we're left alone to our own devices, we don't know how to get out of it. And if you let guilt take over, depression's going to set in. And then that's just, it can be a very slippery slope from there. So I encourage you to talk about it with a therapist or a coach, someone who can help hold that space for you to sort through that and help, um, mirror back some compassion and kindness for yourself. Okay, so notice when you're you're feeling these guilty thing, guilty thoughts, and you know here's the thing, here's the crux of it, right? You're a parent. You're you're gonna you're, you're hello. You're not perfect. You're human. We've all made mistakes as parents. We've all made them. And if you feel that you haven't made any mistakes as a parent, I am inviting you to sit with that and think about that because I don't know a parent on the face of this planet that hasn't screwed up somewhere along the way. Okay? While it may be without intent, the fact remains that we have screwed up and we have hurt our children. But your guilt is not serving... It serves a purpose for a period of time. If you take it out, explore it, you look at it, you talk about it, you allow it, the lessons to come with it, right? The lesson I learned by exploring my my um, guilt was how do I want to do it differently moving forward, right? I can't change the past. If you're a strange parent, you cannot change the past. You can explore it, Learn from it, apologize, and then forgive yourself for it. If you're an estranged adult child, with your guilt, you can, in your past, you can look at it, you can explore it, you can talk about it, you can learn from it, you can apologize for it, but you cannot change it. So all the coulda, woulda, shouldas are not going to be helpful. They're just not. What is helpful is to look and learn from it so that you can move forward and do it differently moving forward. And for those of you who do not reconcile with your adult child, you can still do it differently in your other relationships in life. No lesson in life is not valuable. They're all valuable. Okay? So, look at it. Explore it. Hold it. You know, this is all metaphorical stuff. Hold it in your hands. Turn it around. Turn it upside down. Turn it inside out. Really look at it. If you don't have someone to talk to about it, journal about it. Write about it. Get it out of your head so you can gain some clarity. I was never able to... I I was and still am an avid journaler. However, there is a very big piece of me that is a verbal processor. And if I don't talk about it with someone, it just stays jumbled up in my head. And I I get nowhere with it. And oftentimes for me, I tell my therapist oftentimes... (laughs) you know, I'm paying you to, to just listen to me because I'm a verbal processor. And if I can just talk about it and have somebody listen, I can nine times out of 10, come up with my own solutions. And nine times out of 10 can, can see where I went sideways with something. Um, but that's just who I am. Not everyone's that way. Maybe you're, you can write better and get clarity by writing. Sometimes that works, right? But more often than not, most of us do are not at that level where we can just think our way out of things. Okay? There has to be some other action involved with it. Um, another thing that I suggest is to make a list, or um, I've known of some moms who have done, um, they make a jar, a clear jar that they can see through, and they take um, colored pieces of paper. And for everything, every one thing they feel guilty about having, involving their children, they write something that they did that was good for their children. And they put it on this colorful piece of paper and then they fold it up and they put it in this clear jar. And then that builds this really colorful jar that they get to look at, and that reminds them of all these things that they did do right. that They did get right with their children. And that can kind of, that helps to take them out of the all the coulda, woulda, shouldas, right? You will, I still live with the guilt. If I had the one do-over in life, I always say it would be to parent my children differently. But we, the do-over that we get, and this was another learning lesson that I had to learn, is that we, the do-over isn't to go back and change the past. The do-over is in moving forward. That's the do-over. We can't go back. We can't. We can look to the past to learn and to grow from, but we can't change that. But what I, what I can change is how I move forward. And so while I let the guilt I allow the guilt to remain in my life as a reminder to how I want to do things differently. I don't allow it to take me under. I don't allow, I don't sit with it for days and weeks and months on end and ruminate over it, right? But I allow it to serve as a reminder of how I want to do it differently moving forward. And again, If you are an estranged parent who is not reconciled and may not be reconciled with your estranged adult child, you can do this in other relationships in your life. Use that guilt for a purpose. Okay? And I think the next piece is to learn how to forgive yourself. I'm still working on this myself. My children, I am lucky enough that I had, you know one daughter, I had my children I had my first daughter very, very young, and she has told me, "Mom, you were a young mom. You made mistakes." That was her way of saying, accepting my apology, basically, and offering her forgiveness. I'm still feeling guilt over that. I probably always will. But I've learned to use it as fuel for changing how I relate to people moving forward in my life. And it has served me in all other relationships in my life. Okay? Because I've become more aware of what I didn't give my kids. And I give that to others today moving forward in my life. And... Another piece to it too is to, you know, do something with that guilt, right? Raise awareness, talk about, you know, estrangement with others, help others to heal from it. So, and in the end, uh, with it all, be patient with yourself. Remember, grief is a roller coaster ride, and every emotion that comes along with that. Is on the roller coaster with you. And so there are going to be days when you will feel anger. There are going to be days when you feel guilt and you s- crawl in bed and you cry all day long. And that's okay as long as you don't allow it to take you under. I am an advocate for feeling your emotions, it's imperative that you feel your emotions. Otherwise, they get stuck because they are there. You are a feeling human being. You are going to have emotions. And if you elect to not feel those, they are not disappearing. They are not going anywhere. You're shoving them down inside And that is either going to lead to an explosive eruption or an internal explosive emotion in the form of illness. So I am a staunch advocate for feeling your emotions. You got to feel it to heal it. That being said, if you feel that your emotions are too big for you to handle by yourself, again, seek out support. And be mindful that not everyone can support you through that. Guilt and anger are really big emotions. And it's important to find someone who can, who can hold space for you to feel those emotions and not let it take them under or not allow them to tell you, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it'll, it'll all be okay. You just, you know, you just kind of forget about that and move on. No, no, no. Find someone who says, I hear you. I hear that you are so angry. I hear you. And anger is a valid emotion. Or I hear the guilt. I hear your guilt tell me more about it tell me more about your anger not a lot of people can do that so it's important to find the right one okay and if you need help doing that learning how to find the person that that can help you to do that write to me and I'm happy to share that with you okay So, I think that covers things for today. Um, Again, you know, you got to face reality. You got to deal with what's in front of you. You've got to explore it. You've got to allow it, learn from it, and then figure out how to move forward with it, right? As you're healing. You are human. These are valid emotions. Don't tell yourself that you shouldn't be feeling them. Don't allow other people to tell you you shouldn't be feeling them. It's natural. Okay? Find someone who can help hold the space for you to explore all of those. And I promise you... Doing that, the charge will eventually dissipate, and you'll be able to live your life with the guilt, but not allowing it to take you under, not allowing it to rule your life, and not allowing it to decimate who you are. Okay? So, this brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you are able to find some takeaway nuggets to help you on your journey, wherever you may be on your estrangement and reconciliation path. If you feel you've received something helpful or positive from this podcast, please consider following us, sharing this podcast with others, and perhaps even leaving us a positive review. You can also follow us on social media via Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the same name. The Estranged Heart. And lastly, if you are an estranged parent or a strange adult child and would like to have your story shared on the podcast, anonymously or not, please reach out via email at theestrangedheartgmail.com. And please know that I am gathering stories to be shared in the month of May um, from estranged um, moms or parents. If you would like to have your story shared, um, please get in touch with me. Um, Again, you can reach me via email at theestrangedheart at gmail.com or via my website, which is theestrangedheart.com. Until next time.